0: Syracuse, and all of Central New York. Your glory here Great is our hope.
1: Next week will be the 67th anniversary of the sinking of the USAT Dorchester, a US Army transport ship sailing in convoy with other ships to Greenland. The Dorchester had 904 sailors and soldiers on board. Among the soldiers and sailors on board were four army chaplains, a Jewish rabbi, a Methodist minister, a minister of the Reformed Church of America, and a Roman Catholic priest. The men of God all went to army chaplain school together, were commissioned together, and became great friends, and were all in transit aboard the Dorchester for final destination England, and to build up of troops for the D-Day invasion. Steaming through the North Atlantic, where the water was a bitter 34 degrees, a German U-boat, 223, fired a torpedo and punched a hole in the side of the Dorchester, below the waterline, knocking out her engines and electrical generator shortly after midnight. The ship was sinking in total darkness and panic set in, and many soldiers and sailors trapped below decks, with all on board desperately trying to scramble for safety. Many of the officers, including the chaplains, did their best to direct the men during the ensuing minutes. The four calmed the frightened and aided the evacuation of the ship, helped to guide the wounded men to safety, and they did all they could. The chaplains passed out life jackets and helped many into lifeboats. When all the lifeboat excuse me, when all the life jackets were gone, they gave their own life jackets away. Survivors of the lifeboats reported that the bow was the last part of the ship that was seen afloat. On the bow were the four chaplains, locked arm in arm, singing and praying, in Hebrew, Latin, and English, for those in the water. The USA Dorchester sank in less than 30 minutes. Out of the 904 on board, there were only 230 survivors. The Cutters, Escanaba, and Comanche of the the U.S. Coast Guard did the rescue. The rest of the men died trapped on board the sinking ship or in the frigid water. One survivor, when asked to describe the events of that night, recalled seeing the chaplains poised on the bow and described it as the finest thing I have seen or hope to see this side of heaven. With those words, he was telling others that the chaplain's actions were extraordinary, holy, and were perhaps synonymous with Jesus' sacrifice for all humanity. Long before Jesus' ultimate sacrifice came his ministry, As described in today's gospel, how do you imagine the ministry of Jesus? What was it that he did? Who did he serve? We all know that it ended up in his passion and death and resurrection. But what about his work among the people? In today's gospel reading, Jesus quoting the prophet Isaiah gives us a clue to what occupied his thoughts as he set out to perform his ministry He brings glad tidings to the poor, liberty to captives, sight to the blind, and freedom to the oppressed. This was his message, the message of the prophet. To use modern terms, it was his mission statement, his guiding light. It was what he believed his followers would carry out. And it is up to us to take on his mission and spread his message as well. Jesus does not talk about fashion, wealth, property, or position. The ministry of Jesus is action in the world. His actions upset the powerful and the privileged of his day, and we all know that it eventually led to Jesus' death. Throughout history, it has always been a challenge to be a follower of Jesus, and his message at times also seems to demand much of us. Challenged by such a leader, will we be his followers or just admirers? Jesus' actions, life, and words were countercultural then as much as they are today because they are driven by self giving, faith, truth, and love. Are we content to just read about his ministry rather than heed his words? Everyone has different capabilities and abilities. Think, what role do you have in making these words come alive today? The four chaplains put God's word into their, only personal, their own personal mission statement. They were personally called and anointed by God. Though they did not necessarily choose to be a man of God in a world gone mad, but they volunteered to be where his followers were even when it took them from the comforts of their own congregations to a war zone. They were there to bring comfort and prayer to God's people, even when the people were soldiers on a sinking ship. The chaplains did not think of themselves in that time that they had. They thought of others, attempting to be the strength of God that was necessary for all who were in need. They served as modern-day role models of steadfast sacrificial love in tragic and terrifying times. Even though they came from different upbringings, cultures, faiths, they realized that living the message of the Bible in the end was important. In the end, however, seeks in the end, however, seeks to save whoever seeks his life to save it will lose it, and whoever loses his life to save others will preserve it. Are you living your life without your life jacket on? Are you willing to give your life jacket to someone in need? In you every day becomes eternal.